0: So why aren't you look, downstairs look
1: behind, then? Man. Look at me. Look, look at
0: this. this. Why aren't you downstairs?
1: Because the ceiling had water damage. So oh, it's done now. moved everything up here in the meantime. So I'm not like... Are you going to like I rip could, down the ceiling? Is, it, is it, that what you're doing? Well, he, well, yeah, he fixed it. I mean, I opened up the ceiling and he fixed it. And now the ceiling, I can't get it back together.
0: So, <laughs> so just leave the industrial look. Leave all the pipes exposed. I
1: could do that, but it smells. So.
0: Oh. Like mildew, like from the water damage. Nah, it's not
1: mildew, it's not for the water damage. No, because it's no. it's in the it's on um, what do you put in the ceiling? You put like cardboard, they're like the um insulation perforated. No, it's not insulation, oh. it's like the it's like that cheap cardboard perforated white stuff like thing that you you pop up, like you could push on them and they pop up.
0: Oh, no, drop ceilings,
1: yeah, yeah, drop ceilings. there it is,
0: yeah, that's what's in there, yeah, that's what we have. That's like pretty standard. I hate yeah, it, I hate this, thing. I hate that it's stuff.
1: No, I hate it too. Well, that's my point is that once you push it up, and the way I, it's so annoying because the it, way when you, it's old,
0: it just like breaks, yeah, and it's well, all over the place. These,
1: these are these are brand new, but the way that the guys installed them, they installed them as if you would never ever push them up in your life. Oh, it's like very snug. It's no, it's not very snug, It, it, it <laughs> it's locks in step, like it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 if all the other forms of our government were, were, were this tight we we'd have a well oiled machine no this is this is i mean pushing them up basically destroyed them so i i have to like replace them and it sucks so it's yeah. really rough it's rough all around so, so now basically my my office is just covered in that cardboard crap so i have to like vacuum that up clean it up i have to finish taking apart what i left in there which is just like a couple of peripherals and um and move them up here into the um into hell because that's how hot it is in this attic it's it's i i ordered a. i don't know how you're doing it i ordered I, a unit i ordered a unit so it's gonna come
0: you have a fan
1: yes I'm glad you can't hear it because you get two seconds away from the mic and all of a sudden you turn into the world's smallest ant. but uh the fan is blasting
0: you, you oh, okay you, you, yeah i don't hear it no it's, it's good it's
1: it's away but i uh, don't worry about it You, i mean i i'm surprised you can't see the beads of sweat that are are forming on my.
0: Why does my it look body. like you're wearing a long sleeve shirt?
1: Because it doesn't matter.
0: That's my, I, I'm just are you wearing sick.
1: Whatever. It it doesn't like, matter. <laughs> what <laughs> what, on, what? what about today?
0: What about today when you reached into your drawer, you said to yourself, "I'm going to put on a long sleeve shirt."
1: Because it looked good.
0: It's July.
1: It, it it worked. It's what is it? It's pain for fashion, or fashion is pain, or something like that.
0: So. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Anyway. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're talking about basement stuff, I have a random question and being the person that you are, I I don't know if you have an answer, but I have a dehumidifier in my basement Yeah. and during the summer I have to empty it daily and it is like buckets worth of water.
1: That makes sense. That's about right.
0: It feels like such a waste to dump it. Is there anything that I can do with that? I almost not that that I want to like give it away to someone, but it just seems like such a waste to dump it down the drain.
1: Um, I I have a pretty good dehumidifier story. Um, When I was growing up, um, we had a dehumidifier in our basement in the city. And um, my cat at the time used to love to drink from it. And uh, slowly but surely, after a couple of years of drinking from the dehumidifier, um i noticed that she developed ticks and not ticks like is it ticks on her like actual like
0: no like, like ticks magical issues yeah, yeah
1: like actual issues and, and and then eventually she perished and i and i, and I wasn't there because i went to college by that point but uh but i did watch her sort of deteriorate year after year and i'm pretty sure it was the dehumidifier water so if you want to talk about repurposing do de- dehumidifier water it'd be i mean i think it's interesting i to this day, I always swear that it's the water that killed her. But it would be interesting if we talked to a scientist or if anyone out there knows anything about what the water. And it would it, it, be interesting if someone's like, you know what, the dehumidifier water is perfectly clean.
0: Perfectly first first clean of all, it's on par with like television. I have no idea how it works. I do not understand how I turn this machine on. And then the next day, there's a bucket of water there. I understand that there's moisture in the air. I don't know how it's collecting. I don't know how that works.
1: Well, we could um, just
0: Google it. I'm sure, but I'm sure I probably <laughs> still wouldn't understand. But I have all of this water, and part of me was like, can I like pour this through a zero water filter or some type of water filter?
1: Yeah, you know what? That would be interesting. It would be interesting to see if there's something you could do with it. I mean, look. Can I I, like, I donate I, it
0: somewhere? Is there somewhere that needs water?
1: <laughs> I, have, I have anecdotal evidence. People pick it up. Dehumidifier of water and dying. But it, it, yeah. again, it might there's be. There's a correlation really, there. It might I mean, I wouldn't water. drink it. It might be clear. You know what? I'm just saying there might be things you could do with it. So um, we, we should look at that. We should look, we should look this up. You should you should have looked this up before you got here. You should have been like, this is our dehumidifier. Well, your works.
0: whole basement story got me thinking about that because it's it's been on my mind for the past two years. As I dump like two buckets worth of water, it's got to be like close to five gallons or, or more. Um, Dehumidifiers, that I'm just
1: fires. They work by drawing moist air over a refrigerated evaporator with a fan. The cold evaporator coil of the refrigeration device condenses the water, which is removed. And then the air is reheated by the condenser coil. The now dehumidified rewarmed air is released into the room. That is how a dehumidifier works.
0: So if I was to take a fan and blow it over an ice cube and then a fire was behind it, and then I had a bucket underneath, I would be dehumidifying the air. Like that's like what I have in my head from what you just said. I okay. put it in a tunnel with cold and then hot elements and all of a sudden the air is being dehumidified.
1: The air is reheated by the condenser coil. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe. Why don't you build one and see?
0: I think I'm going to build one from scratch. It sounds safe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you build a big fire pit in the summer? <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. No California wildfire has ever been started by a fire pit. That's as long
0: happened. as it's not. Um, what are they? What were they doing? Gender reveals. As long as it's not that I yes. think I'll be safe. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, I, I mean, technically, I just, I just wonder now if the water is the way it's being condensed by the refrigeration device. I wonder if that changes the property of the water in any way. Um, you know what? The next you know what? The next thing we're going to Google is dehumidifier water safe to drink.
0: Yeah, no, that's kind of where I, I don't care so much about how it works, although it's fascinating. But what do I do with all of this water?
1: It's still not coming up. It's not coming up. In, it doesn't look like anyone's really asking that question. Is
0: dehumidifier
1: water safe?
0: Okay. Has no one thought safe about this? It's such a waste.
1: Well, the, it's it's actually number one when you get to that part. When you get to is dehumidifier water safe? The first one that comes up is to drink. The second mm-hmm. is for plants. <laughs> so that, I'll that, take that's, you- that's the natural progression. The third is for birds. Because I mean, I guess someone was like, I could put that in my bird feeder. Um, unlike distilled water, uh, water is never sterilized through boiling in case you were still entertaining the thought. Let me make it clear. Do not drink the (laughs) the (laughs) condensate. It is better to be thirsty than to be sick. You don't necessarily need to pour it down the drain though. So I guess there are things you could do with it.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, something to look into. I guess I could take it outside and water plants with it, right? It can't be because it's just as it's as healthy as the surrounding air, I assume. The, and why
1: that? They didn't say that. They didn't. Say, <laughs> they
0: didn't say that. Well, I don't know. it's and and the the unit itself. How, yeah, I, I, I
1: love how many different articles. There's an article from McGill. Here's an excerpt. And let me let you in on a little secret. We don't have to resort to drinking water that drops from a dehumidifier. <laughs> that water is perfectly acceptable.
0: It's not that it isn't. It's what do we do with all of this water? It seems like a waste.
1: Okay. From heatwiz.com. The fact that you can safely breathe your home's air doesn't mean that the water from your dehumidifier is safe to drink.
0: <laughs> so that's what I was just kind of.
1: <laughs> I love that. if you could, I love the way your mind works is the same way Google answers questions. <laughs> it's like number five.
0: <laughs> I'm their model.
1: Oh man, their model brain. You were definitely you were up there. You were definitely up there. Um, <laughs> it's, the rest of it goes on. It, it dots off with it says something about stagnant cons, uh, something about the stagnation of the water. I'm gonna, stagnant condensate harbors even more biological contaminants than water, including mold, mildew, and algae, as the EPA points out. It's probably what my cat died of. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is how, I don't know what yours looked like, but mine is enclosed. The cat has, would have no access to the water. Yeah. I mean, it was,
1: it was still the early, it was still the late nineties. So, you know, were they but, new? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think I have one downstairs. I just haven't really. turned bet you there was
0: some downstairs. lawsuit and that's why they're all covered now.
1: Yeah. Probably, Everyone's
0: probably, pets were dying. Yeah, just
1: pets were dying. <laughs> well, the, you know, the odd thing about it, you know, I, I figured I was like, you know what, why, why would this cat, continue to drink this water cuz clearly it's not making it well. I was and, thirsty. And, and I was just like I, maybe I like, this the sickness water, I just no, I felt like this water is probably like cracked like I feel like maybe if you started to drink it the taste and the like what it does to your body might just uh
0: like the smell of gasoline.
1: Exactly. Just like the smell like huffing like uh what do you call it not huffing pesticides like huffing um household products exactly the same kind of thing yeah. Well I'm I'm you assuming that
0: the the animal was sick it probably was either vomiting or I had diarrhea, becoming dehydrated, causing it to drink even more, and it was this vicious cycle.
1: Oh, it didn't have di- diarrhea. I mean.
0: How do you know? You weren't even there. You didn't even care about your cat. You oh, left. That's true. That's, that, that was pretty bad. I was a child.
1: <laughs> 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 a child of 16. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't pay attention
0: to what was going on with the animals in my home at the time. I had a random question. Sure. I know the technical answer. But I'm curious if this would, it, 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 how people would look at it. It's, it's, it's a silly question. But if we found a tree on another planet, would people consider that to be an alien?
1: Man, <sighs> probably. <laughs> uh, now, now you got me Googling again, man. Why is this a Google episode? They should be paying us for all this free publicity. I mean, you know, it's not like anyone uses Google.
0: Well, you should um, just say, I gotta ask Jeeves. Now I gotta have to ask Jeeves again. Oh,
1: remember ask Jeeves? Jeeves that takes me back. I probably
0: used it once, but it's
1: so sad. You know, they just they completely got usurped. actually weren't they weren't they purchased by somebody? Probably Yahoo. Yeah, I think maybe Yahoo tried to purchase them. Google basically just looked at them and was like amateurs, you, you lack vision. <laughs> the question is not in what you must ask but in the in the interface of asking um yeah what was the question again
0: (laughs) how did i word it if you if we found a tree on another planet plant?
1: oh Oh, yes yes would
0: that be an alien what so what i I know it is alien life i understand that but would people say like no that's an wow we found an alien like that's an alien it's I was living going to look
1: up the actual definition to alien and then that's what we were going to say is it in fact alien
0: or well, extraterrestrial life i guess but yeah
1: belonging to a foreign country or nation so yeah uh, i figured that's yes, what they would that that's about it yes well well, well you have to be careful with that because um if a tree is found on mars does it belong to mars does mars have sentience can it does it own that tree well, it grew that tree
0: where, it grew it's it. Just
1: a place where it grew but it doesn't doesn't like does the tree? I guess the tree belongs in a in, in a, until the tree is old sense. enough to
0: leave Mars. It belongs right. to Mars. It belongs until to Mars. it can pay for its own bills. You know. But then, produce. what right
1: do we have to land on Mars if, if if things can belong to it? Right? Don't we have to ask the planet permission?
0: Well, that's when we go to war. It's deep deep conversation. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, yeah, I, I,
1: it's it's it, it would be form, it would be a form of alien life. Yeah, like, like I know that it
0: technically would, it would be. A, I was just curious if people would if that would satisfy if that would satisfy the craving to say we found an we found aliens because uh, people talk about microbes. Yes, I
1: think so.
0: People always go from either like you know some type of humanoid, some some sentient being, yeah. Yeah. or they go to microbes. But I was thinking like, well, if we went there and we just found plants somewhere. Would that be like? Yep, yeah, we found aliens. Aliens exist. We're not alone in the universe. I
1: I think that would be enough. Yeah, because I think that you could. It would not be difficult to make the logical leap that if you could find plant life, you will inevitably find um, some sort of um, and and plants are intelligent. So I'm just talking about like uh, um, intelligent life in the way that uh, uh, similar to us.
0: Uh, I feel like if we found microbes, I feel like. People who would think about it would say, wow, we're not alone in the universe, maybe. Um, but but I don't think people. I don't not think many. that they would go there. I think no. <laughs> they're looking for, you know, quote unquote, people, people's. Well, I, uh, but I, I would plants do it? Would plants do it?
1: I think plants would get closer. I just I, uh, I think that the religious dogma of um, of us being sort of like God's people, you know, that the chosen people would uh, it would not um, shake it. You know, they, for anyone who believes that they would still believe, well, of course, they, it would fall within their beliefs. It would be like, well, yes, naturally, we could find um, life that is less than us on other planets, you know, more of like that experimentation. You know, we're all God's children kind of thing. But but at the end of the day, we are still the, the chosen. We are in his image and uh, you're never going to find anything that's like us. So, so I, I, I still don't think it would radically shake any particular religion on Earth to say wow there's more you know the religion's wrong uh you know there's uh we have to you know throw out all the books uh you know it, I, I don't think so i don't think it'll shake it and nothing will shake it until we were to find actual sentient um beings that could that could contradict that could say this is our religion from our world and then you're that now you're going to have a crisis not necessarily a crisis of faith i think for a lot of people who are just um uh, not not agnostic, but just more of like uh, faith believers, because I think that they'll just roll that up to say, well, these these are these two are God's, God's children, and um, and uh, and I think that you can make room for it, and you can they'll probably do a you know this is what happened on Earth, this is the story of Earth's uh, you know uh, model theism and the way that our religion started here, but it doesn't you know it's sort of that you know it's like how uh, you know Islam can accept. That Jesus is a prophet, things of that nature. It'll be something very similar to the gods of the uh, of the other creatures or the other uh, beings that we were ever we would stumble upon. They, they'll they'll get worked in, and and, and everything should will just move on. I don't think. Well, we'll yeah, I, I assume there'll be a
0: moment of there'll be revision. Yeah, there'll be a revision of beliefs.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, let's call it that. It'll be a retcon. It'll be a retcon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's what he really meant when they wrote that down. Like that's basically yeah Yeah. something
1: to that effect i just i'm just saying though anyone who's out there who thinks that religion will crumble if you find alien life i mean i'm that's just most likely not gonna happen not at all so yeah
0: i feel like that struck me i feel feel like that struck me when i saw the movie um pitch black
1: with fin diesel yeah okay
0: they had um that's not
1: usually the vid diesel we represent i mean we, we you're you're hearing about right now it's usually vid diesel and dobbin fast and furious but way to go back the the the, the riddick days
0: well because there was because there was a religion there were religious um people on that journey on that convoy that were okay. going and then they hit that alien planet i thought they were uh, all prisoners no that's riddick
1: oh pitch black they're
0: riddick is they're all prisoners pitch oh, okay. black Riddick is a prisoner. Yes. Um and the other people are just part of some again like convoy where they're trying to get from okay. point A to point B. Mm-hmm. I don't remember oh god it's been so long I don't remember the the whole premise of the movie.
1: I do remember it being filmed very nicely. I remember thinking like this is enjoyed this, it. they don't have a lot of budget but they are making it work and, and and it's compelling. So.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. I don't know if it holds up but I enjoyed it at the time. Um there was so I had a few, I have like two like things I had another, like a bunch of other little topics, but I had two bigger ones okay, um, that you. I wanted to go over. One is an update, sad update. Oh, okay. Um, do you remember a couple episodes ago when we talked about the, um, the chocolate companies and their, their, I guess there's like slave labor, forced labor in Africa?
1: Whoa, Supreme Court one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? That? Oh yes, yes. That that were they? Um, did they get off, or did they? Were the, they...
0: U- the U.S. Supreme Court okay. has ruled, food giants Nestle and Cargill can't be sued for child slavery on African farms from where they buy their coca.
1: Now was it that in the original article was it they what did they come to that conclusion that No they were, were arguing we
0: were we were we went after their defense that okay they um how could they know they, Well no 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 not how can they know but mm-hmm. they're aiding and abetting in a way it was some weird wasn't it some weird defense where they said that um we're not we don't have slaves we're employing people that do and there's no that's correct there's no way to hold us accountable
1: yeah that's what i'm saying how could they know yeah that was a defense. yeah i
0: guess like in a way like how you know yeah if they want to play the, the ignorance card like well how do we know yes. how could, yeah. well you that's know exactly now well you know now so i'm curious if anything changes like i don't know how that works but um mm-hmm. so i i'll read it's a very short article i can read it really quickly because um i'm curious if your thoughts Six African men alleged that they were trafficked from Mali and forced to work on coca farms in Ivory Coast. The group said both companies perpetrated um, perpetuated that slave trade to keep coca prices low. The court ruled eight to one that the group had no standing because the abuse happened outside the U.S., but it stopped short of a definitive ruling on whether the Alien Torts Act An 18th century law could be used to hold U.S. companies to account for labor abuses committed in their supply chains abroad. About 70% of the world's coca is produced in West Africa, and much of this is exported to America. It's estimated that 1.56 million children work on coca farms in Ivory Coast and Ghana, according to a report published by the U.S. Department of Labor last year. In their lawsuit, the group, of alleged, the group of men alleged that they were forced to work on the cocoa farms for 12 to 14 hours a day. They also said they were kept under armed guard while they slept in order to prevent them from escaping and were paid a little beyond basic food. And we had talked about the torture that they endured, the alleged torture that they endured after trying to escape but getting caught. Um, so that's the article. Pretty short. Um, actually, actually, there's a little more. Uh, one more little bit. Um, okay. So I might as well just finish it out. While decrying child slavery, the companies argued that the case should instead be made against the traffickers and the farmers who kept them in such conditions. In its decision written by Justice Clarence Thomas, the court ruled that while Nestle, USA, and Cargill um, provided the farms with technical and financial resources, there was no evidence that business decisions were made in, made in the U.S. led to the men's forced labor to activists who fought chocolate firms for years. The ruling came as a blow. They decided on the budgets. They decided on the planning, on the business aspects. All those things were done from the U.S., said Terry Terry Collinsworth, Executive Director of International Rights Advocates. Um, And then it goes on. But uh, that's kind of the gist. So uh, because they can't, it sounds like because they cannot prove that business decisions were made with that in mind, they can't be held accountable. I am curious now that they are aware how the business practices change, if at all.
1: Yeah, you'll have to follow. it. That's a
0: ridiculous amount them. of kids. I mean, any kid is well, one I too think- many, but like one point five six million.
1: Right. Well, is right where there's there's the there's the legal courts, and then there's the court of public opinion. So if, if this gets picked up, if it gets, you know, more people know about it and uh, in terms of their chocolate consumption and they vote with their wallet, that might, um, that might instill uh, some fervor for change. So, you know, that's really, I mean, it's unfortunate that that's what it has to come down to. It has to come down to capitalism as to whether someone's going to do the right thing. um, And the, uh, the law of the land, you know, again, we have to remember though, that these laws, the, the, our legal framework, And and this is not a judge. This is I'm not making a judgment here. This is just facts. Our legal framework is born out of um, a lot of laws that codify slavery, codified slavery in the U S. and codified slavery abroad, and and worked it into our legal system in order to tolerate it. Um, We worked, uh, or not we, but people have worked through through the through the decades to. Um, strip away a lot of these laws and to and to work around them, but I mean, I I don't think that anyone should be naive as to assume that. Um, again, right? You can't be naive to assume that slavery is not alive and well. It is very much alive and well in much of the world, um, and I think
0: that if yeah, we there was that, no denial that there was any right. enslaved people here. It's yeah. just we're not. We can't get in trouble for it. Yeah, we're not responsible. No one's denying that these kids are enslaved.
1: And you have to think about it, that, you know, where, where do our laws come from? Our laws come from a British system. And, you know, even when the British lost the American colonies, you know, these still, they still benefited from slavery in the Americas. And so you're not, you're not going to work in laws that, that indemnify corporations. uh, You know, when you have that framework, you have that framework everywhere. You know, we, it's, there's just little, incentive to start of to to create laws that uh, hold corporations accountable for uh the labor practices abroad and uh and i think it's unfortunate and i think that if we had more of a global framework if we had more of like a uh like a u.n overall law that we all sort of um adhere to that superseded any national laws which i mean of course america is never we're never gonna we're never gonna cow to such a thing but uh if we did have it then you, then you, you probably would have corporations being held accountable for not looking into the labor practices of how their products are being made. I think that, and I think that that's important. I think that people should consider that if you want a, a fair and just world. I don't think it's enough anymore when we have more of a globalized society to simply say, "Well, hey, look, we're in America, we we can't we we can't police how other people do their do their business because we we damn well do it when when uh, when it comes to Syria." And Iraq and other countries that have, we have special interest in those countries, we we have no you know, real issues going in and and policing how those countries run themselves. Uh, so um, I'm not advocating to go in and take over these countries, but I just I do think that there there should be more um, onus on any corporation who you could definitely say pretty much knew that their their product was being made with slave labor, and they were just like well, you don't have changing. to.
0: I mean you you made a lot I mean thank you for saying all of that because you know it definitely puts things into perspective um and I agree you know it's not a call to arms to overthrow these these yeah. countries yeah. but we certainly do have financial levers to pull that we do with every other country sanctions and whether or not our, our companies are allowed to do business in those countries, yeah, we do. Um, the yeah. way that we operate, there are our, our relationships. There's so many ways that you can add, uh, apply pressure.
1: Right.
0: Um, will that help or will just another global player fill the void that we had left? Um, do we still have a clear conscience knowing that that might happen? And we did that
1: well, if- and it
0: may be even worse. I don't know. Like I, yeah. So like, I don't know how to handle it.
1: Well, there's, a, you know there's what I mean? A, like
0: if we don't do it, will someone else? Well, that, that's then...
1: what I think is. I think that's actually an interesting point you bring up because um, that was the other angle um, that I didn't actually address in my, in my little, uh, in my little monologue. Um, the fact that it's interesting that they could get off to say, I think there was one point that you kind of made where it was like, it's not just that they, they weren't aware, but um, th- they're not responsible for what's going on there. Which makes sense from a you know it, this is not their country you know they they can't and they they can't necessarily enforce the type of labor practices but the, but the, then but the, the funny thing is is that we are how big is the U.S. chocolate companies right because you're saying like can another player come in and fill the void but but the consumption for most of the world in terms of money in terms of money and people who are spending comes from the U.S. so if if these chocolate companies said hey, you can't do business this way. We won't do business with you. You know, in, in, in some way, they're fueling the chocolate trade, right? Like they're they're fueling the need. If, if all the biz chocolate, chocolatiers of America just went away tomorrow, that would be chocolate would no longer be as profitable as it is today. So, I mean, that, that's a case to be made. That's, that's well, they couldn't make that case. Well, I, mean, I guess it's probably a tenuous one to try to put forward. But, but would they just switch a crop? blow? Wouldn't they, well, they just that, well, crops? But that's an argument you can make, right? Well, what else would you switch to? And then then you're switching to another industry that is now now needs to take ownership of how their product is being made. So I mean, that's not a really I don't think that's a good enough argument to simply say, well, if they weren't doing chocolate, then they're, they're going to start doing, I don't know, um, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Whatever. Sugar, gum, whatever. But the, my point is, clearly, chocolate is the main main uh, export of that of that region. And and the only people that are buying it are the major global you know uh, Western players. So if the Western players say, "Hey, we're not going to play ball this way," that would force them to change because who else? It's a good is point. It it's a good point. There's I, I wasn't thinking, thinking.
0: I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of how specific chocolate is and the type of infrastructure that someone else would need to build. I mean, they would have to start a company. Right. You know, one of our adversaries would have to start their own, and maybe they have them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are uh, chocolate it, in that compared to what we have outside
1: of like the western alliances right like yeah that's my point is if america is held accountable then it means that dutch chocolaters or 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 danish chocolaters anyone out in the western hemisphere would have to abide by the same standing like that those laws would then start to sort of um not pitfall but they would they would they would domino they would domino across the western hemisphere so then you'd have to have people operating outside of it that fill the void but then you have to say well what is the buying power of various countries outside of the Western Hemisphere? And, you know, most are not as wealthy as as Americans. I mean, let's just let's just put the call a spade a spade. You know, there's just a lot more wealth over here in, in terms of like uh, spread out in terms of the ability to purchase uh, those types of goods. You know, I mean, you've got people who are earning a dollar a day, a, a freaking candy bar cost. Uh, what is it i don't, I don't even look at the, the shitty candy anymore like what a hershey bar is like what a dollar fifty or something like that so that's that that's that's one person's daily paycheck to buy a single candy bar that's not going to really fly right so you have to you have to think about it in terms of that and, and it's interesting the court can't extrapolate in that way but the thing is justice probably you know the, the legal system probably it's not made to be that broad it's not made to to look at it from an international lens because you know just like the internet you know the globalization of the world. I you know, I'm not surprised if the court system is 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 woefully behind. I'm just not, I want to be surprised at all. So, you know these are these are things that we as citizens of the world need to ask these questions and say, is it good enough to simply look at legalese from the framework of our of our nation of our national framework? I mean, especially when you need to admit that 90 percent of the products you're ingesting come from abroad, right? So. The supply
0: chain. Right. They're usually so dynamic.
1: Yeah. But but at the same time, you have to say that, look, we're a nation of consumption and the majority of the things made in this nation that we consume in this nation are not made here. So therefore, our laws should probably reflect that. Instead, the law is still reflected as if, you know, most of chocolate is made at some factory in the south or some factory, you know, Hershey, Pennsylvania is still like the, the, you know, the central hub for Hershey chocolate, which, you know. I don't know if it is or isn't I don't, was Hershey was Hershey one of the people named in this plane.
0: No, no. Okay, so we shouldn't so, probably. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. All right. So I'm
1: not disparaging Hershey. I just. So, yeah, maybe it was Nes- Nestle
0: and Cargill. And I don't okay. even know if I'm pronouncing Cargill. Okay. Right. I've so, never heard it said yeah, out loud. So
1: Maybe. All right. So let's leave Hershey alone. They have nothing to do with this. But my point is, is that we have to, we, you know, it, it doesn't take much. Anyone, anyone listening to this podcast, pick up. Any any item in your house right now, and see where it's made. And it most most likely is not made in the U.S. But any, any item you just pick up right now, the first thing you pick up, I'm sure it's going to have a made in China, a made in Taiwan, a made somewhere else sign on it. So, you know, anecdotally, you could just like have fun with that exercise just to just to for for this point that our laws need to encompass something greater than ourselves at this at, at this at this uh this juncture in history. At least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's. It's interesting because, to your point, I mean when you think about something like a, uh, a hershey uh jeez, I almost said hershey bar uh, when you think of something like a candy bar um there are ingredients that go into it, but it's a fairly simple simple product um but then you have things that are that have many many components to it that may be you know sourced from various countries across the world and I know that, you know, a company puts out RFPs to get their subcontractors, or they bring everything in and you do as Re- much betting as for possible. Request by the way, Yeah. An RFP um, and so, you know, you do, you hope that they're doing their diligence and then come to find out there's something like this happening within your supply chain. How much are you liable for? Um, and is it only if you knew or they could prove that you knew, which seems to be the case here? you know
1: well how did I, nike get done for it remember nike back in like yeah the, the sweatshops and everything lots without were they were they le- were they found legally liable or was that
0: quarter i was very young change? then i don't know
1: me too that's why i care yeah uh, i'm not it would be interesting to look that up because i i i'm not sure if it was a legal battle maybe it was just purely court of public i'm sure there was a an there.
0: advocate group at least that brought charges um, against them that they had to deal with. I don't know what the end result of that was. There may have been even a settlement. Um, who knows? But uh, no, it's a good point. I just don't know. You know, I not that I not that I agree at all with this decision, but I do. You know, I can put myself in the position to understand the logic of it because where do you draw the line? Then is every company because some of these companies, by nature, to give us the products that we have, need to have very deep supply chains and you become so far removed. I imagine at some point you're like, does the main company really understand what a sub of a sub of a sub is doing? I'm not even saying that's what's happening here, yeah. um, but you know, how, well, clearly, how does I mean, that work?
1: Clearly this, this case would not have been brought forth if they were, if, if there wasn't enough clear evidence to try to suggest that they knew
0: because so is it a lie then no clearly when they put out when they put out their 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 when they drew up the contracts and they did their RFP whatever it was they weren't like and we use children like nobody said that i'm sure and so was there just a yes, lie the is, and no, then you're like you're, well they lied to us yeah but you're
1: yeah, but you're a billion dollar organization you have th- th- that's what's also interesting you know that the fact that this this again this didn't even come into play according to what you've read versus in the case i'm just playing know, devil's the, advocate just didn't ask <laughs> No, no, I but you're but you know but you're right to play this advocate because this is the the judges were doing something similar and the fact that they didn't come to this conclusion is uh, in my opinion kind of shows a little bit of corporate bias by the court because they didn't simply ask them to say, "Hey, you're a billion dollar industry, your top CEO makes millions of dollars a year, you're saying that none of you have ever flown to look at the production chain of your product. You none of you have ever taken the trip to see how your product is being made. And so if they said no, and then if they, if they said no. Right. And I think that that's right. And I, and I think that that's interesting because uh, I feel like that, they that did point, and they didn't have see anything. to. Okay. Well, what I'm saying yeah, like, they, that's they say, probably they, they cleaned up all the slavery. I don't know. Well, I know, but I think that's an it's an interesting question. You're right. I mean, if they had, it, it'd be interesting if that, If that was in the testimony, if they had said, hey, well, we went over there, we checked and none of the cynic in me is like they
0: knew what happened. How could they not? And then I guess the, you know, the legal, well, technically you have to prove it part is like, well, Mm -hmm. if they're claiming ignorance and they can't prove that they knew and they're like, I had no idea this this wasn't in our contract. I never saw it. Nobody ever reported it. Um, Right. You know, this is news to me. I'm appalled. Uh, I don't know. Like, how does that work? Because, what happens when that is the truth? I'm not saying that's even the truth here, but what happens when you are totally blindsided, well, and you just lose the company? Is that it? Why don't is that done?
1: I, I think we should. I mean, look. I think that the devil is in the details does not really apply to what I want to say. I, I want to say that what well, the proof is of the pudding. That's the statement I really want. That's the saying I want. Which means I think that this is worth a follow up. I think that um, it'll be interesting to see if there's any uh, funds that are created trust or not trust, but like any kind of not for profit <laughs> that gets created on the back of Call this. Back from that, a previous um, episode. Yeah, that that tries to rehabilitate the image of these uh, of these tr- of Nestle and um, and uh, who was the other one? Cargill Nestle
0: and um uh, what's Cargill C A R G I L L
1: Cargill. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that it'll be interesting to see where they do going forward, because clearly, you know, clearly won the case and there wasn't enough to link them to knowing. And it's enough to simply say we, you know, it it was up to whoever was prosecuting them to prove it, because it, it, it is a very easy thing for a corporation. I mean, I feel like this is a very it was the best defense to go with to say how
0: could we possibly know? is the bar because high i mean love. like with murder it's that's beyond a reasonable doubt it, like i would imagine the bar isn't so high right or is it
1: i don't think i, I don't it, it, i don't think it is that's the thing I, I i think that most i think that the way that and do they just know what they're doing so
0: then is it just like listen they know how to cover yeah. their tracks and no of course exactly. they're not going to be exactly. linked to this this stuff yeah, you like don't, this, you don't say a not lot their first rodeo it. exactly
1: basically exactly just to say look how could we know how could we know where we live in america where billion dollar corporation we have satellite offices all over the place how could we know now anyone who's worked for a company knows damn well <laughs> that you know what goes on in those various industries and the workers at those companies speak openly and candidly about you know like how does this get produced so quickly how are they able to do this with like you know the 24 hour working and you know people in the company definitely make questions and make jokes and they 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 know but how do you prove that right how do you prove it
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious how this plays out, if there'll be anything after the fact, any appeals, like you said, any where the interest anything set up uh, yeah. to to yeah, as like a damage control yeah. tactic. Um, th- there was one part in that. And you may know more. I mean, you definitely do know more about the legal system than I do. Uh, and I'm curious in terms of the way that charges are brought, if that is why this wasn't explored in this case. But if you remember the sentence, one of the sentences that I read, it says, it's talking about the court, but it stopped short of a definitive ruling on whether the Alien Tort Act in 18th century law could be used to hold U.S. companies to account for labor abuses committed by their supply chains abroad. And I quickly Googled it. And what it basically says, according to this site, Mm -hmm. the alien tort statute is a U.S. federal law first adopted 1789 that gives the federal courts jurisdiction to hear lawsuits filed by non-U.S. citizens for torts committed in violation of international law. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't rule against it, like, I don't understand. Was that not one of the charges that the the prosecution brought up? Is is that just... Judge when they say ben, not
1: what is the um i need to know more about that law because just how does how is that law meant to be applied traditionally that that's what we need to ask and yes. i and i
0: wouldn't know yeah yeah,
1: exactly like because that, that, when i think about it well the judge is about, saying i'm not going i'm not
0: i'm not saying China. no the judge is like i'm not saying no that you can't apply that here well i don't understand why isn't it applied here is that just someone has to now file new charges for that and it wasn't done here like i
1: it's I, like, th- I think it's out of scope. I mean I think it depends on how they're reading the legal the legalese of that particular statute. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. It's like just because you read what the law is doesn't mean like you have to say like what are the cases it's been used in. Like how how what was the original case? Uh, that's that's what you need to know. Like what, what what was the original case and how is it applied? That that that'll that'll inform that'll inform the, like how like why you know that it was not used in this particular case. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, are these are these people who were working in America that were non American citizens, right? That like is you know like Well, it's it supply they're... chains
0: abroad. So no, it's okay. non-US citizens abroad working on the supply chains. It's basically from what and again, a layman here, yeah. what I'm seeing in this article on the previous one like this would apply and I guess my question is the judge seems to say whatever you tried to charge them with, mm-hmm. I'm not going along with it. I'm not saying you couldn't do this other thing though because this other thing seems relevant. I'm not oh, going to oh, comment on that the, was that in the decision? that's the judge yeah, that's the
1: court he was saying they should have gone with the Alien and Sedition act
0: the 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 Alien tort act the court ruled eight to one that the group had no standing because the abuse happened outside of the u.S right. but it stopped short of a definitive ruling on whether the Alien tort act could be applied
1: Oh wow yeah, that's on the process so I don't get it. no then. they messed up. Yeah, they basically, that's what they're, yeah, basically, I, I mean, based on what you're reading to me, that that happens. I mean, this is a pre- they will sort of like, they will chide uh, lawyers and prosecutors to say. It's like a tactic.
0: Listen, we're going to put our eggs in this basket because we don't think we'll get this one. And the judge was like, actually, you should have done the other yes. one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's Very weird. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like this is, it sounds like it would have been a perfect application. It sounds like this is what it would have been used for.
0: I'm, I'm assuming maybe the. uh um, repercussions or whatever you would say of that may not be as as stern, se- as stiff, as yeah. severe, as severe. Yeah. Maybe why they didn't yeah. go with it, I don't yeah. know. Could be. Um, I'm trying to I think mean, of like why someone wouldn't do they that. Could
1: have, well, I mean, yeah, they could have been caught up by the urgency and the severity of the fact that this is you know modern day slavery, and they didn't feel that the simply uh, finding them accountable for you know dismissing worker complaints as if these are people being paid but just being slightly mistreated uh in a foreign that's true country. right because so this right? is talking so, about
0: labor disputes almost, exactly. so much labor abuses and you're talking and this is like slavery which exactly. is it's not the same ball it's not the
1: same thing so, they, that, yeah. so, the, so the prosecution could have tried to say that you know this is far more severe than a simple slap on the wrist to say that hey you've just got uh bad working conditions you just got people working you know, uh, too much overtime or, you know, they're not in, you know, and um, enough safety equipment, but uh, you yeah, know, they, so they, they, could have said that and any, and you know, that it looks like they, the prosecution probably tried to make a name for themselves by uh, trying it this way and trying to get this huge landmark uh, victory. And, um, and, uh, and they fell short ultimately. Right. They did a hail Mary pass. It sounds like, and um, just didn't land as, as opposed to going a safer route
0: so yeah well hopefully it i mean hopefully it has a lot of people talking because just to your point
1: it'll be the global global economy
0: the global economy like how are we not held to a standard held accountable right. for our supply chains I, as an american and this is an american company right i'm not okay with this like i'm not i'm not okay with this being a reflection of our values where right. it's like you know what i um I don't, it's, it's like hiring a contractor to fix your house or apartment and you don't care where things come from and who does what you just want the work done. Um, that's, and, that's and, a horrible. And that
1: happens because do you check that every worker there is, is an actual American aren't citizen?
0: slaves or that they aren't slaves? No, you'd I'm pretty the, sure. Well, they're look, not.
1: The, the odds are they're not, but do you actually check? Do you sit down with every single person that comes to work on your house and say, Hey, are you a citizen or not? No, you don't do that. Check. So you don't want that coming down on the individual because I think you know you have to think about that. Do you have the time or the energy like not energy? Because that, that makes it sound very very terrible. But I'm just saying most people are not running out there to be like, hey, you know, show me your papers. This doesn't happen. So
0: you don't know. Yeah, but well, but I'm trying like so. I kind of understand the point. I kind of understand, the point. Can't kind of the, understand the point you're making, but I'm not, but I but I don't really agree with the whole stigma behind an undocumented worker as a negative type thing so you know what i mean like so i because so I think the that fact you, that they would be say, undocumented because right, I, you I,
1: want to say that all the undocumented workers that happen to be working in and around your you know your i make sure that the, that the owner is is,
0: is insured and bonded and has right. workman's comp and all right. of that well, like those a, are the things I check for. I want yeah. them to be licensed, It's just so if anyone gets hurt or whatever happens, everything's everything's on the up and up. And I, you know, I guess I'm trying to say you good. can't
1: tell. How can you tell the difference, right? You can't tell the difference. You, there's no way. And I think is, there's no way to be for an individual to be expected to tell the difference. And I think this is the this is the case that we often make in America. It's like something so maybe happens. a bad
0: maybe a bad it's analogy. a bad
1: analogy. That's my point. We, we make analogy. this analogy all the time. We 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 try to put ourselves in the same league as a wealthy person who has billions of good dollars point. or. We are a corporation because corporations are people. And it's like, no, well, we try and bring it down to a
0: lever. Well, people can understand, but in doing so, in doing so we, you, we corrupt the, the, the argument. The yes. Onus, the, the severity, the, yes. the, the, all of the things that a come that a company of that size needs to be held to account for that's correct. because we're because then you, it's very easy to say, "Well, I didn't do that, so maybe they should."
1: You, you misconstrue the argument.
0: Yeah, you should, yeah, you're no, yeah, absolutely. Point. By
1: bringing it down to the individual level, absolutely, that's a good point. You can't do it.
0: I'll try not to do that.
1: I'm just saying it's just yeah, it's just not possible in a case like this. Um, so yeah, I was going to say that the one thing that I mean we've basically talked this entire episode about this one case, but I was going to say that the interesting thing would be if next time, as a as almost like a retraction for ourselves, I I think you should we should read the dissent because it'll be interesting because you said it's an eight to one. So it'll be interesting to see the one justice that dissented what they, what they wrote, because that might inform a little bit as to an eight uh, to one, man. That
0: is kind of like overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah.
1: That's what it yeah, is. So which, which is almost like they, it looks to me, it sounds like the prosecution really messed up. It sounds like they just didn't do their jobs
0: or, I mean, or, or listen, or is there really no wrong being done or were they just that good at, at dispro- at disproving the charges? But you know, I think that we see, you know, a company use slavery. Slavery is horrible. The company has to be taken to task for that. Right. Um, but is there is there a scenario here where they really just didn't know, hmm. um, and and that's what happened here? Like eight to, like I just I'm thinking about it now that you said it. eight to one. That's that's pretty overwhelming.
1: Again, the dissent might tell us a lot. Yeah. What what's going on here? But yes, based on eight to one, we, we're gonna have to lean with the chocolate the chocolate companies and say they didn't know. Because at this point, well, all the judges are basically like, Yeah, how could you prove that they knew this? They they clearly had no idea. Or is
0: that is is, is the technicality where they are just being true to the letter of the law saying yes, you did not prove done. that they knew. Yes. It's not that they didn't know, yes, you did not prove that they knew.
1: Which is what it sounds like. Yes. It sounds like and it sounds like you went about it in the wrong way in yeah. order to get this done.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah it sounds like they had no smoking
1: gun they had no emails where some ceo was like man all these slaves are great for the (laughs) profits this year they didn't have anything like that you know that's the problem so all right let's end on a happy note
0: you got something no
1: no (laughs) i got i got i uh, I, uh, know i only have sad stories actually yeah and i have another story i wanted to talk about uh sheree uh, carrie richardson that's that that'll we'll have to save for next time i had
0: something else it's a good story actually i have something else it's a oh, good story yeah. but i feel like it'll take up some time so we can do it next time if let's you want next
1: time oh you know
0: what? i i have well, i have, a, I have one light thing to talk okay about. let's
1: do a light thing because let's, let's just do something we can wrap up in
0: five shark week is coming oh cool all right i love talking shark week. About who's the shark week is, host is coming this year well i saw my disney plus or it was either fire stick or disney plus well it had to be Fire Stick, right? Yeah. Um, it Should showed Chris Hemsworth oh. on a big banner of him. So that's Thor for anyone who doesn't know who that is. So Thor is doing Shark Week.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And so my, my question, I guess, around that is, is this going to be another huge disappointment? Yes. Um because I'm so sick of the fake docs, <laughs> yes. the fake documentaries on mermaids and if a megalodon lived today absolutely. or does it live not if, not no no no, that's not even right. It's not if it lived today because that would be interesting. It's does it live today. Yeah. Which is just absolutely and absurd. And that's exactly
1: what's going to be. Well, look up what is the can you do a rundown quickly of what of like what's
0: on? I don't I just can saw the banner that? actually right before I right before we started recording, so I don't know what the agenda for Shark Week is. They usually do new it's like two new things a, a Day and then the rest are reruns from, from as it progresses from this season, but it's also from Discovery previous Plus. seasons. It's
1: on Discovery Plus. No, no.
0: They're streaming it early. They're going to try and make you pay for it, pay for bonus content and to stream early. Um, good luck with that. Um, okay.
1: Uh, so uh, up on the docket are uh, Mega Predators of Oz. Don't know what that means. I don't know uh, what that means. Return to Headstone Hell, Return to Shark Vortex. And uh, shark academy,
0: like shark NATO, shark vortex, is that what they're going with that? I, 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 Why can't so I don't mind. So, this is <laughs> no, it really no. bothers me because, and maybe I was a child and I didn't comprehend what I was seeing, but I thought, and, and maybe this is the I'm sure that I'll get chewed out for, for saying it like this, but I found them to be more academic when I was younger.
1: They were, they absolutely right? were shark, we and so took, I don't. Uh, cult My, following onto its own and now that it's was just like cool to theory. like Shark yeah,
0: Week and yes. it's like ridiculous and I don't mind them using celebrities to connect with younger people or anyone really I, I don't mind that but no, it seems either. like the educational aspect is yes. such an afterthought with all of this Yeah, Here, you gonna, might I'm learn keep, one gonna silly fact I'm
1: going to keep running down um, the Shark Week uh, this is what's in the 8 o'clock shot, uh, slot just for fun uh, it's Crikey it's Shark Week, and I have Australians who listen to this, and they're going to kill that accent. But uh, <laughs> that's that's the first up for the 8 o'clock. Uh, did you, that's did you dick Van Dyke it? Uh, <laughs> then they've got Tiffany Haddish on uh, Does Shark Week, so another celebrity does something. Uh, and then Jackass Shark Week. So uh, are they bringing the Jackass crew out of retirement to, like, dangle their balls over sharks? Probably. Who is
0: that? Um, it's um, Steve-o, uh, Steve-O and, and yeah, Bam-, Crow, Bam Margera. Probably, and probably. probably. Johnny Knoxville. Uh,
1: Air Jaws going for gold. Uh Jaws awakens. Uh Fred versus Slash. Uh uh Mother Sharker is, an, God,
0: is a is shark- no, it doesn't say that. <laughs> it does. Come
1: on. It does Tuesday at eight. Mother Tuesday at eight. <laughs> well, then you got Brad Paisley's Shark Country. Uh oh Shawn of insane? El Diablo. Spawn. Sorry. Spawn of El Diablo is the 10 o'clock slot on Tuesday. Uh Wednesday's a real treat. We're only on Tuesday. That's Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday's a real treat. Uh Mecca Shark. And then the real Sharknado. So you knew that was coming. Wow. The real Sharknado is uh that's that's nine on Wednesday if anyone's interested. This is re- like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why can't like, all right, like, listen, I will even seed that you can throw in silliness in, in one of these slots, one slot a day, 30 minutes, one hour, yeah. throw yeah. in something silly. Right. Cause the thing is you don't get a lot of new content in these days. You get a lot of repeats. It's right. not like, you know, nine, uh, you know, eight to eight or something is all new programming. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Right. I enjoy the documentaries. I don't know if they're running out of stuff to say, and they just don't have the funding no. to actually launch expeditions.
1: No, it just sounds like they brought in a different CEO or someone who's in charge of discovery, and they just they just run Shark Week like a
0: reality TV, like
1: a uh, banana. That's what, what it is, right? It's a shark it
0: themed stuff. Yeah. It's a shark themed reality TV instead of yeah. And then they'll throw in like, end at the end, did you know sharks have X amount of teeth? And it's like, yeah. It's well, educational.
1: they've got they've got um.
0: Conservation. They always end it with co- a conservation well, message. There's a lot. After.
1: It looks like the conservation stuff is stuck in the Discovery Plus exclusives. So either that's like that's like to the online stuff because they've, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, Shark Academy seems to be stuck in there. So who knows what Shark Academy is really about. Uh, Thursday at eight is Dr. Pimple Popper pops Shark Week. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Friday at eight is Ninja Sharks 2. Mut- Rising
0: Is that an animated, animated tale?
1: Don't know. Don't know. And then Saturday is the, is the, you know, the, the, the crescendo with a uh, return to shark vortex. So
0: I can't believe it. He into this. I can't believe it. It that's, I am hoping that somewhere in there, there are, um, there are, they're just ba- poorly titled documentaries. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, somewhere in well, there fri-
0: Friday at 11 is i
1: was prey terrors from the deep too so okay
0: like, so yeah. we're gonna go with like the five shark attacks a year yes, yes. <laughs> we're gonna that's highlight one which you know highlight. that but that's fine i mean at least it's real show the account show what not to do maybe why that person was targeted i don't know i'm sure they'll they'll take a spin on it yeah. um and you know that's that's a story to be told At least I, it's rooted in reality
1: i think that's funny that it's like there's not much to riff off of like uh, all i'm doing is just reading the actual titles and it's cracking us up which means that they you know they yeah, that must just be the point um i like that you called it um in discovery on friday as part of the exclusives with all this promotion of discovery shark week we should be getting a cut but uh it has extinct or alive jaws of alaska so uh so that there's your uh what if
0: or or you know why can't they just say the this Jaws thing?
1: They've a lot of Jaws. They just fears. they they beat Jaws to death, man.
0: Do they do they have the rights to that, or is anyone allowed to say that? Because clearly it's a call know. out to the film. Yeah, um, how does that work?
1: I don't know, and I'm probably not going to watch Shark Week, so <laughs> I won't know. Thing is, I I I know you'll watch it
0: anyway. I like so I I used to watch it a lot when I was younger, um, and I just always liked it, and. Th- Oh god, it was probably like 15 years ago. It start. I think when they ran I think and I'm not sure if it was Shark Week ran a Mermaid thing and it just it was like the final straw for me. I couldn't take it. Th- it and the they also the did beginning.
1: like a, I think it was the beginning of yeah. like this this transformation. Yeah. And I remember I remember, was, I remember it being big and a lot of people were talking about it because they were like what a departure. What a departure. This is crazy. Um and yeah, I think everyone watched it, but um
0: No, I was I was VR appalled and I remember I was uh working in retail I was at the appalled. time. I I know. And people were talking about it. And like, this was like a thing. And I was just, I was really, I was really annoyed. And then uh, the whole, yeah, there was, uh, there was more programming that I don't recall at the time. They even did something separately, which is why I said it was the last straw, but it may, this may have been the last straw, whichever one came first or second. Um, But they also did like a dragon thing dragons being real a document a mock documentary in the mermaid style but about dragons i want to say the dragon
1: not with that was not with shark Week. wasn't with it but
0: that's why i said the mermaid thing was the last straw because it wasn't so much shark week but it was discovery and discovery did a mockumentary on dragons and then they did i think they followed it up with mermaids and i think i was like all right this is really like i i don't like this trend and now they've like corrupted shark week and i hate it but to your point everyone was talking about it in a positive way Um, Because it struck a chord, I guess it interested people in some way. I don't know. Um, And then they, they kind of have, have, they ran with it. And now it's become what we see today with very little, I would say they're clever in how they sprinkle in the educational aspect of it, but it's so secondary if that, if not just like buried and, but there's nothing that's like strictly documentary style academic filming. I don't see a lot of it. There's like one guy that I think it's maybe air jaws is the closest we get to it. But then they get this, like, have you, so have you ever seen air jaws? Those, that whole sequence of things. So they have like this boogie board shaped like a seal. They put a camera on it. They got a drone now. Um, And they, they, they tow, they tow this thing, like troll like troll fishing or trolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. you know, Jaws jumps out. They get the super slow motion thing. They catch it in midair. It's a cool shot. I'm not going to lie. It's, inter- it's entertaining to see. Okay. Um, and then they have this, like, action junkie kid mm-hmm. that, like, rides on the seal thing or to get the shot. And he's, like, this. he's crazy. Um, I feel like he's stoned half the time. Uh, that's the only way that you could probably put yourself in that situation, maybe. Yeah, but, okay. uh,
1: sounds sounds sweet. Sounds, it sounds not reality TV at all. So, sounds sweet.
0: But that's my point is that's the closest thing, I think, to um, to something that's just like academic in nature. And it's, hey, it sounds it's like even Shark even Academy more.
1: to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. I, I'll put it on
1: every night. Shark Academy.
0: I'll put it on. Exclusives. Well, usually not go to watch it but when i'm trying to find something i'm like oh yeah it's shark week because they'll usually have a banner and i'll put it on and i'll just be disappointed but i'll watch it in disappointment but i don't watch it like i used to
1: well for anyone who's in love with shark week prepare to be disappointed yeah we'll do a follow-up after shark week i want to hear want to hear about the various stories all i want is for you to catch dr pimple popper pop shark week the real shark nato
0: I'm assuming uh, she's a dermatologist.
1: I think it's a he. I thought, yes, but it's a dermatologist. And I want to hear about Spawn of El Diablo. Those are the three shows I want you to catch on Shark
0: Week. You'll have to send me the times. I'll send you the times. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, a dermatologist studying sharks, a a human dermatologist. I don't know how that works. I was thinking maybe if she's a vet, um, that, that would be interesting. Got um, to
1: watch and find out. It's only one way.
0: Thursday is at eight. Cliffhanger. <laughs> how does how does she apply? How does this doctor apply to 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 studying sharks? Tune in to watch. Yep.
1: All right. So, Jamie, where can they find us?
0: <laughs> Their heads buried in the sand, waiting for this week to pass. <laughs> Uh hit us up on Twitter at Retraction Media. Let us know your thoughts. If you want to hear us talk about anything specific, just give us a shout out.
1: And with that, Retraction Out.